0: الحمد لله رب العالمين ولا على على Alhamdulillah Ala ni'mat al-islami wa sunnah All praise and thanks belong to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the sunnah We continue going over and looking at some of those things that we utilize to recite over ourselves for ruqiyah some of the things that we recite to, to medically treat ourselves by way of Ruqiyah. We spoke about Surah Al-Fatiha and this is from the greatest thing by way in which a person could treat themselves for medical treatment. The Fuduil to Shaykh Sheikh Abdul Razab bin Shaykh Abdul Zahzil Al Abad. He goes on to mention, he says, He says, and from that which the sick individual could recite upon themselves, Al Mu'awidat. Or the, what is called Al-Mu'awidat And these are the last three surahs of the Qur'an The last three surahs of the Qur'an He mentions, he says hey, قُلْ هُوَ الله أحد. and أَحَدُ قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْفَلَقُ and That these three surahs, then they are from that which an individual who is sick or suffering from an ailment, they would recite over themselves by way of it. And the hadith that comes bearing this can be found inside of al bukhari al-Muslim. As it comes, صحيحين عن عائشة رضي الله تعالى عنها وأرضاها أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إذا اشتكى That the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم When he had an ailment This is what is understood in meant here That when he had an ailment When he suffered from something Right يقرأ على نفسه then he will read upon himself. And this is something, again, that I want to stress, is that if you are sick, you have an ailment, then read upon yourself. Read upon yourself. Don't think that rotia will be something that is reserved for someone else to come and read on you when you're feeling sick, but rather read upon yourself. As we find this was the way of the Prophet that he would read upon himself. Because, as we mentioned, all medical treatment, then this is a means. This is a means by way in which an individual seeks for, yani, to treat that particular ailment. But the cure, the cure is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The cure is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it is a must and it is a comment that we connect ourselves to the one who cures the disease and not the means by way in which the disease is cured. That we connect ourselves to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So if you get sick, read on yourself, Recite Recite upon yourself if you are sick. Regardless of what that sickness is, whether that is a sickness, that is a sickness, y'ani, uh, like a, like an ailment that ails you, that, uh, that, that you're suffering from, or whether that is a sickness that is linked to evil eye, or a sickness that is linked to the jinn, magic, so on and so forth, recite over yourself, recite over yourself. As Shaykh Udayan, he mentioned that from the importance of reciting the Qur'an daily, from the importance and from the benefits of reciting the Qur'an daily, he said is that it will cure an individual from those type of ailments that uh, may stem from magic or that may stem from the evil eye and things of this nature that it will help an individual, na'am, <inaudible> that it will help an individual and bit by bit as they recite over themselves or as they read the Qur'an daily, bit by bit, whatever is afflicting them from by, by way of magic or evil eye or envy or things of this nature then it will slowly dissipate until it goes away altogether. Naam, it will slowly dissipate until it goes away altogether. Also, another important point to mention, is that uh, as Sulaiman Sulaiman al-Ruhili, may Allah ta'ala, he mentions, is that when an individual is doing Ruqiyah upon themselves, reciting upon themselves, right? Or if an individual is reciting upon others, now, because also from the medical treatment, if we treat ourselves by way of it, then we want to treat our loved ones also by way of it. So we may have small children who are sick, and they're suffering from whatever it is they're suffering from. So it is important that in addition to whatever they may be taken from medicine, other forms and types of medicine, that we also recite over them. We also recite over them. Because reciting over a child who's suffering from whatever type of sickness, right? Would it hurt? No, it's not gonna hurt, right? But if anything, it's, it'll benefit. But as the sheikh he mentioned, and this is the point, is that uh, depending upon the ailment, reciting over it may take a very long time. He said it may take hours, constant reciting for hours before you see an effect. Depending on the strength and the degree of the ailment, it may take a long time. And then depending on the strength and the degree of the ailment, as Sheikh Baz and others from the Mashayikh and the ulema they mentioned, it may take just one time you read it and it's done. Maybe two times it's done. Maybe three times it's done. Na'am. Depending on the strength. Also the ulema they mentioned that the rutiya is as strong as the raqi, meaning the iman of the raqi. So that also has a bearing to it. The the, the, the the takeaway, what I want everyone to take away from this is that don't think that you recite for you know, 35 seconds, 40 seconds, and then you don't see nothing. Okay, that's it. It's done. No, it's not like that. You have certain people who claim to you know, be raqi and so on and so forth. They recite two, three minutes. Oh, the individual fine, no hi right, What do you mean? It may take a long time before you have an effect. It may take an hour, it may take a half an hour, it may take 20 minutes, right? Um, and especially when it comes to jinn possession, know oh, this is a little bit off topic, we'll be talking now, yeah, but still within topic, right? <laughs> so it's all interconnected, right? But with certain degree of the jinn and so on and so forth, some of them are stronger than others, some of them more slick, more slide than others, and so on and so forth, it may take time before you wear them down and then you see the physical effects. So if a person comes and recite for two minutes, oh, it's fine. And then they leave What happened? Nothing Nothing You may have to recite for a while Then you start seeing the effects The jinn gets worn down It gets beaten down That Shaykh Khan Gets beaten down Worn down Now you start seeing the effects After some time Amen. Right? Um, so it, 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 it's important In ta'ala, And we have time Inshallah We'd like to go into The, uh, the conditions For the legislative uh yari uh, and some of these things will be uh mentioned in more enforced or or yali, uh reinforced and emphasized upon with nilahi but in any event it may take time so if you're sick with the ailment and you and you're doing upon yourself then don't think it's gonna be you know two two three minute type of situation it might or it might not as the sheikh swaniman said it may take hours it may take hours now but back to this the prophet sallallahu as our mother aisha she mentioned الله الله شكا, that the rasulullah إِذَا when he used to have a an issue right when he used to have an issue something was ailing him عَلَى نفسي, and he would read upon himself he would read upon himself another point that comes to mind when looking at this is that Alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has guided us to Islam and guided us to the Sunnah. Alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has guided us to the way of the Salaf as Alhamdulillah, we say we are from Ahl-Sunni wa jamaah Naam. Alhamdulillah, we say that we are Salaf. Naam. Alhamdulillah. Fai. But it's not just reserved. I mean, the whole of the situation is not just in you making that claim. The whole of the situation is not in you just verbally articulating that thing. I'm you Okay, play. Okay. Okay, but that's the end of it now? Just because we said it, that's it? <laughs> of course not. Ah. If we are striving to be upon the way of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, then this will enter into all aspects in, in, of our life, meaning that we should be earnestly striving to imitate the Prophet. We should be striving to imitate the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Because when we read through the biographies of the Sahaba, wasn't this their way? They should try to imitate the Prophet wasallam. This was their way. Whatever they saw the Prophet wasallam doing, they should strive to do it and be like the Prophet wasallam. Now this was the way of the Sahaba. Okay, we say we're upon the way of the Sahaba, but then in so many facets and aspects of our lives, we have no problem being totally contrary to the Prophet wasallam. What kind of Salafi is that? What kind of ethere is that, right? What kind of Sunni is that? We should be striving our best to be upon the way of the Prophet wasallam in all aspects of our lives, because what? Is it gonna hurt you? Striving to imitate the Prophet wasallam. Something bothers you, you get an ache, you get a pain, you start reciting over yourself, does that hurt you? Does that hurt you to imitate the Prophet wasallam? No way, it does not hurt you. It's only a good for you. It's everything is upside for you. It's all benefit, and no matter how you look at it, it's benefit from every way, shape, and form. So how can we not do it? How come this is not a concern in our mind? How come we are not striving earnestly to, to, to really try to be like the Prophet? وسلم, and then people have the audacity to say that, but there's no change inside the community. There's no change inside the community? the Qur'an and the Sunnah is not affecting you so you think the problem is in the Qur'an and the Sunnah no the problem is in you you're the problem you're the problem because you're not truly submitting to it you're the problem because you're not opening up yourself to it you're the problem because you're not doing what you know you should be doing you're the problem because you're doing what you know you should not be doing you're the problem you're the problem, right? Al The Prophet if he were to be bothered by something then he would read upon himself and he would, he would spittle, right? Remember we, we explained it's not it's not a blow, and it's not a spit, it's in the middle, it's, it's a, like a light spit with some spittle inside of me, inside of it. He would spittle. But when his sickness became more increased, this is our mother Aisha, she's explaining. When his sickness became increased, she said, then I will recite upon him. And then I would wipe him with his hand, and then I will wipe with his hand. Meaning that our mother Aisha radiAllahu ta'ala anha, she would wipe the Prophet, she would recite, but then she would wipe the Prophet sallallahu alayhi using his hand, right, using his hand. Now, this shows the importance of what, of, of, of a properly understanding situation. So now a person come and he say, okay, so if a person is incapable of reciting over herself, because the sickness has increased, right, so then I recite over that person, speak to, inside of his hand, and then take his hand and wipe over him, and then that's in the because of this hadith right here, collected by Bukhari Muslim. Right? No, it's wrong. It's wrong. Why? Because if you go on and, and read the end of the hadith, our mother she mentioned, Raja'a Barakatiha. Because I was getting, I mean, hoping what the barakat that's in his hand. The barakah of the hands Of the Prophet sallallahu The barakah is in the hands That was in the hands of the, of the Prophet sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So that's why she would utilize His hands As opposed to her hands Because his hands are better than her hands Does that make sense? No yeah. Okay yeah. Right So If you're reciting over your child for example And you go to do this The who hand you going to use to wipe over your child? Your own Your own hands Your own hands Right? Because, is there barakah in the hands of your child? <laughs> right? But these things are, no it's not. But these things are very important. Because from the things of the seek seeking barakah from something, is that what? Is that we only seek barakah from that in which Allah has put barakah inside of it. It's very important. It's very important. Now, we know the Prophet he Sallallahu was, Alaihi he was blessed, yeah? he was the Prophet Sallallahu So inside of this hands now is barakah. Right? But there are things that have a high status in the deen of Al-Islam, but it's not like that. We don't, we don't seek any yani, we don't seek blessings from it. Right? So, the Kaaba, for example. The Kaaba has a high status in the Deen of Al-Islam. High status in the Deen of Islam. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has not made the Kaaba, rubbing it, a source of the attainment of Barakah. So for a person rubbing it, hanging on the door. And all these things that you see happening, it doesn't benefit a person. It doesn't benefit a person. Right? You know, you have certain yani you know, fixtures there, and the haram and things of this nature, light fixtures, electrical posts, and so on and so forth. Yani, Allah Umstain. There was a person, it was like rubbing on it. And you know you have the guards there you know reminding the people, calling the good and forbidding the evil, and you know, reminding them this this type of stuff. And a guy was rubbing a lamppost looking for yani you know, So the guard told him very simply. It's a lamppost. What are you doing? It's a lamp. <laughs> SubhanAllah, it's just a lamp. If you were to rub the Kaaba itself, Allah Ta'ala did not make that a source by meaning in which, uh, which the person attains barakah. So now what do you think about a lamp? It's just a lamp. Right? So it is, it's incumbent that we, 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 we realize that we understand the likes of these things. Why? Because not understanding these things, it will weaken your connection with Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. And that's what we don't want. We want to strengthen our connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Strengthen our dependence upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it is incumbent that we realize that we understand the likes of these things. But in any event, the hands of the Prophet sallallahu yeah, they, they had barakah inside of them. So she would use his hands to wipe. Now, there comes a good question. Now there comes a good question. It comes another hadith, an aisha or ta'ala anha, النَّبِي صلى الله عليه وسلم كَانَ عَلَى فِي مَرَضْ أَلَّذِي That the Prophet he used to and this hadith also is here in Bukhari that the Prophet he used to uh, spittle upon himself I mean, he was spittle he, he was on his hands and wipe himself during the sickness from which he passed away yeah, and he's doing it, uh, and he will use a mu'awidat, he will use the last three surahs, or as they say, the quz, right? The common uh, phrase. He will use these. This this right here shows you that when you're dealing with a particular issue, you have to look at all of the ahadith inside of that particular affair, all of the ayat inside of that particular affair, meaning all of the texts as related to that particular affair, to come to the proper conclusion. Because if you were just to read the first hadith in which we had read, right? Where the prophet sallallahu he, he he would uh, uh, read upon himself the, the last three surahs, and then he, would, he would wipe over himself. You don't get a clear description on how was this wiping. Like if you wanted to imitate that wiping from that hadith, you, you can't, you don't have the description. You don't have the description, right? Um, so, in this other hadith that that, that, that comes in uh, Sahih bukhari when our mother narrated this, it says, فَلَمَّا <laughs> But when the sickness became really strong upon him, then I will spittle, Yani and then wipe him by way of them. By way of them, right? And it, 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 it yeah, refers to them in the, the, uh, the feminine, in yani Why? Because it's referring to his two hands. It's referring to his two hands. Uh, لبركاتيه. Uh, لبركاتيه. And I will wipe him with his own hands due to their, the, the barakah, the blessings that were inside of his hands the uh, f- uh, the uh, the one who was listening to this hadith from our mother who was taking it from our mother he asked her ka then again how did the Prophet ﷺ used to spittle and wipe over himself? How did he used to do that? Because again, just from what was mentioned, there's no specific description on how that is done, right? So he asked, and how did he used to do that? How did he spittle over himself? يعني, uh, well, the narrator, this hadith, he said, he asked, uh, we should say, he said, he asked, he asked, not our mother Aisha, but one who was uh, in the chain of hadith, how did the Prophet ﷺ used to spit over himself? He mentioned, he said, ala yaday, wajha. He said that the Prophet ﷺ, he used to spittle inside of his hands, and then he would wipe his face. He would spittle inside of his hands, and then he would wipe, wipe his face. No. What did he do? Before he resided, or after. After. after, after, yeah, after. Sure. Now, now this is just in the, in the description as relates to this particular incident. We have other hadith where the Prophet ﷺ wipe more than that, right? Other hadith where he will wipe more than that. So right, everything he could reach from his butt, like at nighttime before going to bed, right? So again, this also is important because by way in which we're able to identify that there are different ways of doing things to, depending upon what you're trying to accomplish, depending upon what you're doing. Right, depending upon what you're doing. So in the case of a person who is sick and he's suffering from a sickness, then there is a benefit, there's a benefit that they spittle yeah, inside of their hands and then wipe their face, why? Because they're already sick, they're already ailing from whatever is ailing them. So it becomes easy now to utilize his treatment as opposed to every time they're trying to wipe over everything. That makes sense? Okay, the face in the front of the body or just the face? In this in this particular narration, for this it says his face. His face. Nah. So here this gives you some benefit in 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 a way of treatment. Now again, there's more than one way of treating as we're gonna to come to see with Allah and Ta'ala this is just a way, so this is something that you will put inside of your arsenal, put inside your medical bag, right? As a treatment when dealing with certain treatments. Now, so you're able to utilize this and then wipe over your face. But then there are gonna be other ways, inshallah so Ta'ala, we'll come to see uh, that you will do when it comes to uh, reciting over over yourself. Now, it comes because a person. Remember before we mentioned, we said that you know recite over your family, recite over your children, so on and so on. Person, they say, okay. We see the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ I I recite over himself. Now, we see the hadith where the Sahabi recited over the uh, the chief of that of that village, right? We met the lead, but what's the what's the proof? to recite on your family. What's to prove to recite on your family? Well, if Sahih Muslim, Alha, the side of Sahih Muslim, on the authority of A'isha, radiallahu ta'ala Anha, she said, الله الله that the Prophet, when one of his family members will get sick, what did he do? Then he would and he never, then he would spittle upon them and read and read over them the last three sources. The last three sources. Now, the last three sources. Now, so this is a proof that what if someone in your family gets sick and you recite over them? You recite over them. Now does that mean you don't also seek other types of medical treatment? No, not at all. Seek it all, it's fine. Right? But this is something that we should be doing because this is something that a lot of people, this is like a it's like a, an abandoned sunnah with a lot of people. It's an advantage to a lot of people. They, you don't see them doing it. You don't see them doing it. Now, subhanAllah, kind of how many of the mothers, when the child is is, is, is colicky or the child is suffering from, uh, you know, something that's bothering the child and so on and so forth, and they rock the child and they sing to it. And they rock the child and they sing into it. Wouldn't it be so much more better to recite over the child? Wouldn't that be better? Of course. Of course it'd be better. Now the stuff, for So You see, so we remind you, Yani, every one of these things because these are things that are forgotten. These things are forgotten, uh, Yani. Assume as. and these are things that we need, though. You know, it's very important as communities. We need it, especially, especially when dealing with communities where. Um, we have a lot of blue collar workers Communities where A lot of the jobs that are allotted to us Don't have good health care we living in a country that mean, Allah musta'an Allah musta'an The, the health care system is just horrible Horrible For simple things they charge you an arm and a leg That you can't even afford it SubhanAllah Right It's, it's, like, it's like the ultimate distortion I mean, SubhanAllah Right so with this type of situation and brothers not having healthcare and so on and so forth and not having access, uh, access not having access to certain uh, medicines and so on and so forth, then this becomes very important. Remember when the pain? What happened when he was in Mecca? Remember in the, from the last uh, 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 Yani and he got sick and he couldn't find any doctor, he couldn't find any medicine. Did he say, "Okay, I'm just going to you know suffer"? No, he recited Fatiha over himself. He utilized that as a treatment so if a person doesn't have it, can't get access to whatever it is they, they need to get access to. In addition, you're still trying to get access to it beside yourself, These things are very, very important, but they're things that we're not benefiting from because we're not utilizing them. We're not utilizing them. <laughs> what is meant by He say hey, نعم مدخلة سورة الإخلاص معهما تقريبا لما شملت عليه من سفر الرنب. he said and it يعني سورة الإخلاص entered into them يعني because of that which it contains from the description of our Lord Allah subhanahu wa taala. فَإِلَّا مُصَرِّحٌ فِيهَا بِالْعُدْوِ ااا يعني ااا تعو ااا he said even though it is not explicitly mentioned in it, the expression of seeking refuge. Right? Because a lot of people, and this is important I mentioned it, and it's important that the shaykh he mentioned. Why? Because when people hear Mu'awidat, they automatically go to those surahs that begin with, Qul A'udhu. so they'll say, Qawak the nas but he mentions that no also Ikhlaos is all you should also enter ikhlas into it, that is also part of it. Why? Because of what it has in it from the description of ar Rahman. What it has in it from the description of our Lord Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you also enter it, it into it, even though you don't find in it the expression, I seek refuge in the Lord of. That makes sense? Nah. And uh, And there comes the hadith. Yani they come, And yani in this hadith, it points to the tremendous uh, status of these three chapters. Wa and that verily these are a ruqiyah, or shifa, and these are a, um, a a cure. These are yani a, a, a means by way in which an individual he would look for and seek for a, a, a cure. But the one who provides the cure and grants the cures, Allah. Allah is the one who cures that those who become sick. That these are a cure, uh, these are a cure for disease by the permission of Allah, or sickness by the permission of Allah. And there are many ahadith that have come, that speak about the, the status of these particular verses. Uh, that shows the high status of these particular verses, or these particular chapters. And then now, the shaykh is just strictly talking about the last two surahs. fala and nas. He said that these two surahs have a tremendously powerful effect. He said, and especially if the sickness emanates from uh, magic and from evil eye in the and like of that. Now, and the like of that. I want to stress this, and I want to stress this again and again and again and again. A person think somebody put magic on, them, right? A person think somebody put evil eye on them. Oh, it's the aim, something, right? And especially a lot of people, they just everything is the aim, everything is sick, you know, everything. And sometimes that's the case and sometimes it's not the case. Sometimes it's the case, sometimes it's not the case. But in any event, when the person gets this, it's it's Or maybe it's Ain. What they start doing. Anybody go Raqi? Anybody know Rocky? I know Brother So-and-so, I think he's Rocky. Let's bring him here. Let's do this. Let's do that and that. Why? They give you recited over. Okay, now, may take Brother So-and-so, yeah, they Allah, 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 to make the arrangements to get his plane ticket, whatever, to get his, you know, gas toll, whatever the case may be. And now, days go by, weeks go by. So what the person is suffering? Because you wait waiting on Brother So-and-so to come recite? The person who's afflicted can recite itself? You were concerned, vice to recite? Does your family recite? But you waiting on brother so-and-so, they suffer. Brother and so he are gonna pick him up from the airport. He gonna be here, don't worry. This is what had, it's So what is this? What kind of father is you? You understand what I'm saying? It's like if your child needed some, I don't know, some cough medicine. you child needs some cough medicine. You gonna tell your baby, oh, just be patient. You yeah, be patient. The brother brother gonna go to Walgreens and he'd be back in three days. You're like a fool. People look at you like, what kind of father is you? What are you doing? What are you doing? Do it yourself. And you have the ability to go do it yourself in, in, in a more expedited time frame. And you're going to move away from Brother So-and-so. It, it makes no sense. Really, it makes no sense. Because if you're doing that and you, and you, you know, acclimate yourself into that type of thinking, then what is it really about? You think Brother So-and-so got some kind of recitation that's going to come and just knock it out because Brother So-and-so is just like that? What, 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 I mean, what's, what's your understanding about this brother? What's your understanding about how this thing works? What's, what's, what's wrong with your connection between you and your Lord? Right? So whether Brother, brother So and So is alive or dead here or not, does that have anything to do with who gets cured and who doesn't? Not at all. Not at all. And what's the proof of that? Is that people was getting cured before Brother So and So was born, and people would be getting cured after Brother So and So was dead. The Brother So and So don't cure nobody. Right. So anyway. Check, the last two surahs on here is, is, is in our that right? we were talking about, right? The last two you we were talking about? No, these last two here are the last two in the Quran. Falaf the Nas. Now this is the one this is one the what the Shaykh is mentioning right now. About follow the Nas. That Surah al-Falaf and, and Surah al-Nas, they have a tremendous effect, especially if the sickness is due to magic and evil eye. Now if it's due to magic and evil eye, tremendous effect. So tremendous what do you effect. Also for healing in general. Also for healing in general, all types. Because the prophet said when he was sick, he would he would use them too, right? But especially if you dealing with magic, tremendous effect. Now, I'm, so the point is, is that this is the type of medicine that it only has an upside. There's no it's no bad side effects. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you ever, The pharmacist ever sit there and and, and and read to you the side effects over some something that your doctor had prescribed you? It make you scared because you read them side effects. You say, man, that's worse than the, that's worse than the thing I'm suffering from. <laughs> For real, right? You read the side effects. You are like, man, that's them side effect is more serious than what I'm taking it. I just had eczema. You talk about it may shut my kidneys down, cause temporary blindness. I mean, you know. What I'm saying? <laughs> and I'm, you know, so I I'm supposed to take that and risk all of that just to just so my skin clear up. Eternal bleeding, Be- eternal bleeding you know? <laughs> your tongue might fall out all of a sudden. But, yeah, no way, I'm, I'm okay. But that's what happens. When, you know, people playing around with chemicals, all this type of stuff. Because see, the reality of this and this is why these things are important. And 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 and, and as and as Muslims, we have to, you know, we really have to take ownership of our, of our situations. You know, this is the reality. Just like. Yeah, you mentioned from the hadith of, 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 of those Sahabi who came and they asked they could stay. They say no, listen, they went did their own thing. You have to take ownership of your situation. You, you trust in these people as if these people have your best interest in mind. They do not have your best interest in mind. It it, 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 it it They make more money off of treating your sickness than they do off of giving you something that they think is going is going to uh, cure your sickness. You understand what I'm saying? They make more money. Because if, because if you cure a person's sickness, right? We're taking a step back now. But if you cure a person's sickness and you say, okay, this costs $5,000, right? This red pill, $5,000. But then whatever you're suffering from is gone. For, that's it. They can only get $5,000 per patient. But if I treat you now and it only costs you fifteen, dollars no, 19 99 a month. <laughs> but you have to do it for the rest of your life. They gonna make a lot more than five thousand dollars off of you. So now, if you add the exorbitant prices that any you know, uh, major Pharma they're they, they charging people for stuff where this 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 one little prescription, three hundred dollars a month, five hundred dollars a month, thousand dollars a month. So on and so, you got some that are thousands a month, eighteen thousand a month, or eighteen thousand a regiment. A regiment is three months for one person. They make more money treating sickness than they do curing sickness. So if you think that their best they have your best interests in mind and really want to see you get better, you are a fool. You are a fool yourself. So you're going to trust these people or you're going to want to take ownership of your own situation. That's why I was stressing that the Muslims need to be getting into the likes of these things to take this away from these individuals. Now of course, <laughs> you probably won't be able to practice in America. <laughs> right? But inshallah ta'ala the Muslims a benefit. The Muslims will benefit, and the people who's around will benefit, whatever that case may be. FDA probably not going to approve it here, but you know, it is what it is, right? There's no, there's no, there's, no there's, there's there's no number. However many times that remember it it, 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 the 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 rupiah. Could, it's, it's something that could be one or two times. or something that could be over and over and over and over and over again for long periods of time. Nah, there's no any hey, right. It doesn't,
1: it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't mention
0: right. It does it doesn't mention any 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 set number in, 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 in these but in these particular narrations. Right for these particular treatments, again, there there, there comes certain narration that if you say certain things certain number of times. It's very specific. Okay, so this, this, this is what I want, I want to build your arsenal, I want to build your arsenal. So if you, so if you take it for for example, Yani, yeah, I mean, it's like, uh, 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 it's like insects, right? you got ibuprofen, you've got acetaminophen, you got naproxen and so on and so forth. These are different types of medicine, have different benefits and you know, side effects, whatever. But the point is, is that um, I want to give you different things. You can, you can use this in this situation, use that in this situation, that in this situation, right? Um, so it's not one; it's not a, 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 a one fit all type of thing. Um, but they come from very specific things. Going, as we're going to see in Shalat time sah they want to be certain things that you, you recite, certain things you spit it inside your hand, you wipe your face. Other times, you put your hand on the source of the pain itself, and you say certain things. So they're different things depending upon what you're dealing with. You know, depending upon what you're, you're, you're dealing with. But as relates to the last. As relates to the last two suras, uh, surahs, Imam Ibn Al he mentions he has a tr- he has a tremendous book that, that, that deals with the last two surahs. Now in the of that book he mentions, um he says, yani, uh, he said that the speech upon his, He said that the speech upon these two surahs, these two chapters, and the explaining their tremendous benefit, the tremendous and outstanding benefit. that's in And I want you to understand, I want you to listen to what Imam al Fayyim is saying. Because these are surahs sort of that the vast majority of the Muslims know them. Yeah? The vast majority of Muslims know them, but I don't think we appreciate them because we really don't understand their importance. Imam al Ufayim he says, that's and the extreme need. He said that we you need know, the, the, a the very strong need for these surahs. And then, and then the Imam, he stepped back. He said, Well, he said, No, rather, at burura imam, Right? He said, And how we really need these surahs? No, no, no. How these surahs are necessary. They are a vital necessity. A vital necessity. Now, something that you need a lot is tremendous. But a vital necessity is even more than that. So he said that these are we need them a lot. No, no, no. Rather, they are a vital necessity. Now, listen to how listen to what he says. He says, He said, "If no one could ever be free of needing them, no one could ever be free of needing them." He says, "وَإِنَّ لَهُمَا but said the Shurur, he said in that these surahs, they have a specific and tremendous effect on repelling magic, repelling evil eye, and the vast majority of evil things. Now, this is tremendous, why? Because when a person utilizes uh, these surahs to repel magic, repel evil eye, so on and so forth. How do these two surahs start? قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ نعم, what is that? تَوْحِيد نعم قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْنَّاسِ التوحيد. what type of tawheed is that? What category? رَبْ رُبُبِي نعم قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْنَّاسِ مَالِكِ النَّاسِ The Lord of Mankind What kind of tawheed is that? أسمى وصيفان. أسمى وصيفان. Ilahin nas <laughs> The only one who is worshipped. The only one worthy of worship by the human beings. That's what? Olohey. <laughs> That's the three categories of Tawheed right there. The Quran in, start with Tawheed, middle Tawheed, end with Tawheed. Kitab of tawheed is Quran. <laughs> so, this is what repelled magic and evil eye. But now the Shayateen, they come in and give you a little blue hand with an eyeball inside of it. They call it Han of Fatima. You have the Fatima, right? I don't want to get that name from him, but whatever. But we know it's, not, it's, it's nothing, it's shirk. A talisman. You use a talisman to repel evil eyes. So you're using shirk to fight. Shirk? <laughs> huh? SubhanAllah. You see how the shayateen play with the human being? You see that? You see how the shayateen play with the human being? Person gets sick because of some kufr, some shirk, some sihr. And then they tell you, oh, you want to kill sihr? You shirk. It Makes no sense. It makes no sense. But how do you how do you destroy it? You destroy it from what? Tawheed. You destroy it from Tawheed. Now? So that these particular surahs then we need them because they have a special effect in, in getting rid of in, in Yani the evil eye, magic, and the yani and all of the rest of the evil things. Wa al hajjit al الْإِسْتِعَاذَةِ and that a person's need to seek refuge in Allah utilizing these two surahs I want you to listen to this because I, 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 and, and it's really not understated if we understand the need that we have to seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the evils uh, of the shayaqeen and so on and so forth and the, and the, and the things that may, yeah, that, that may harm us then we need these two surahs. The, the Shaykh, he mentioned, Imam al-Qa'im, he mentioned, he says that, that the, 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 the need of the Abd to seek refuge in Allah, utilizing these two surahs, a'dham, is more great, is greater, na? Man hajatihi, is greater than his need in a nafas, wa ta'am, wa sharaab, wa libas. He said is a, he, he is in more need of seeking refuge in Allah by way of these two surahs. He needs that more than he needs to breathe, than he needs food, than he needs drink, than he needs clothing. Do we really understand this? Listen, check this out. Shaykh <inaudible> Basman <inaudible> mentioned something beautiful. Beautiful About starting your day and ending your day By making the afkar By making the afkar Because from the benefits that a person gets when he starts his, From from his afkar Is that their protection from the shayatim the protection from the shayateen Do we think that shaytan, that these shayateen They take a break? Do we think they take a break? No The war is on, the fight is real They coming at you everyday like it or not They're coming at you every day, whether you remember or you forgot. It doesn't matter to them. They're fighting you every day. Now, if you move, you come out your house every day and somebody is sitting there and he got a stick. As soon as you come out, he got a stick and trying to hit you. Are you ever gonna come out your house slipping? Are you ever gonna come out your house, you're not armed? Ever? Never. Are you ever gonna come out your house and, okay, we're saying a stick. Maybe it's something more than a stick. Maybe it's a bat. Maybe it's a machete. Maybe it's whatever. You're gonna come out your house and you're not armed to the T? You understand what I'm saying? The SWAT team, when the SWAT team go inside places, they go inside places of high hostility. It's, it's potential high hostility. It might be, it might not be, they don't know. Might be a person with a 22. might be a person with a, with, a, with a paintball gun, might be a person with an AK, might be a person with a rocket launcher. They come in the same way, they don't care. You got a fake gun, they come in, in the same way, strike. Why? Because it's a potential harm. It might be, they might get hurt. Do they come in half-stepping? No, they come in body armor. You know, they come in with the shield. They come in with all the, you know, all the bells and whistles they got at their disposal. Their paramilitary gear. They coming strong. They coming strong because they know what they might encounter. Okay, you know you're definitely going to encounter it, and then you get up and you run out and you don't and you don't you don't you don't you don't make the victim of the of the morning and of the evening. Sheikh Raslan he said, He said, "You're to blame." He said, Don't blame nobody but yourself. If something you know, uh, uh, bad happened to you, because he shared thing, got one over on you, he said, Don't blame nobody but yourself. He said, Because you was the one that was foolish enough, and I'm paraphrasing, you were the one that was foolish enough to come out his house blazing and brazing his chest without being armed. You didn't come out with your weapons. And then now something bad happened to you, he said, Blame yourself. You didn't make it, you didn't make it thicker. You didn't, make it, you didn't, you didn't say it's dark. You didn't say you have so blame yourself. Now so when we understand that the fight is real like that, then we understand that what we need to we need to grab our weapons. And our weapons, and from the greatest of, of, of our weapons is what? Is these last two surahs. And then he went into great death, giving tafsir of these two surahs. With tremendous, outstanding benefit uh, 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 that was derived, the points of benefit that were derived from it. Um, This is an encouragement for all of us to learn Arabic, so that we can have access to books like this and and we can read through them. um, You know, so that we can benefit binilahi taala, so we can benefit binilahi taala. Also, from those things that we utilize. And this we're gonna see some more specific uh ways is what and from that which the sick with the sick person he uh utilizes to recite himself for medical treatment. Mafabata فِي Sahih Muslim is that which is comes authentic in Sahih Muslim. Now, Ibn Abi Aush. On the authority of Uthman ibn Abi عنه. Shaka ila Yani Wajan that he complained to the Prophet about a pain he had in his body from a, from an ailment. Huh? He, had, he had a pain in his body from an ailment that he had since he became Muslim. Since he accepted Islam, he had his pain in his body. Now you know pain is of two types. You have a pain that is general and you have a pain that is localized. Now the pain that is general is that you know it hurts Right? You say What's the matter? It hurts I'm I'm in pain. What's in pain? Everything It's a general pain You can't can't specify it Right? It's general But but a a localized pain is a pain you can put your finger on What hurts? This right here Right here hurts Right here here hurt? Little to the left? No Little to the right? No Right here. It hurt right here. here. here It don't hurt here? It don't hurt here It hurt right here that's a localized pain. That's a, that's a pain that you can put your finger on. Na'am? So for this type of localized pain, there's treatment. There's treatment for the For localized pain. For when, he, when he mentioned this to the Prophet Rasulullah said to the Prophet he said to him, he said, put your hand on the on the place that hurts you in your body. The place that hurts you? Put your hand on it. Put your hand on it. Naam? Waqul and say, Bismillah thalatha. And say, Bismillah three times. You say, Bismillah, how many time? three times? Three times. Naam? He said, Waqul marat. And then seven times you say. Seven times you say, A'udhu billah. A'udhu billah, wa'udhratihi man sharrima wa Wa'uhadhilu. Then you say, "I seek refuge in Allah. I seek refuge in Allah, and in His ability, in His might, from the evil that I find." What and ohaa This is for what? Again, a localized pain. So now we know if 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 your child or your wife is is suffering pain and is and is localized, they can put their finger on it. Then, what would you then in that case, what would you want to do? Put your hand on that area, say, Bismillah, three times. And then seven times, seven times you say, A'udhu billah That, I seek refuge in Allah from, I seek refuge in Allah in His uh, uh, might and ability from the evil that I find, uhadhiru. The evil that I find, what and I'm not translating that for a reason, because that's one of the things that maybe it's due to my my weakness in English, where I don't think the translation really gives it like credit, yeah You, you know, it's, you lose you lose some stuff. But inshallah Taala, the shaykh explains it, so we're gonna benefit more from it. Now, this is very important because certain headaches also are localized. Certain headaches are localized. You got certain headaches that radiate on one side, some on another side, some here, some there, different type. But some are localized. Now, you have the likes of this type of pain, put your hand on it and you say this. Now, seven times. The statement: Wa from the evil that I find, ay Mashrima ajnu min wajain, wa elin from the evil that I find, meaning from the, this pain that I find from the sickness and from this this aching this you know this this pain right what and from the uh uh, uh the evil that uhathiru and the evil that i'm fearful will strike me from that right so from what i find and also from what i fear may come as a result from the ailment that is here. Naam. A. Ma akhafu wa ahdaru. Meaning that which I'm scared of and, I, and, and I'll beware of it. I'm scared of it and I'll beware of it. Naam. Because we know that certain sicknesses, they lead to other things. Certain sicknesses may lead to other sicknesses and other ailments. Naam. So the Shaykh, he mentions, he says, "Wahada ta'awwuf min al waja'a ala huwa In this, and this is why you see that which was taught to us by the Prophet ﷺ is is, is the best of what can be utilized and this even applies for for du'a in general. The best du'a in general is the du'a that was taught to us by the Prophet ﷺ because the the benefits that come from them, they are far more reaching than what we may come to say from ourselves. Right? So you want to benefit more. Because in this dua, you're seeking refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the sickness that you actually have at this time. And you're also seeking refuge in Allah from whatever sickness that may come about stemming and emanating from that sickness that is present right now. So you're seeking refuge in the sickness that you got right now and the sickness that didn't even come, didn't even hit you yet, but may come from this sickness. So that's I mean that's, subhanallah, na'am. المستقبل, Or a sickness that you may get afflicted with in the future. So the sickness that may that, that I that I find right here, that which may which may emanate from it, or a sickness I may get in the, in, in the future. Maybe unrelated. It encompasses all of those things. Na'am. وَتَزَيُّلُّ and, and from this, yani, what he is taking precaution, he is uh, seeking refuge in Allah SWT from the sickness that's in him to increase and to become worse, right? He's seeking refuge in Allah from the sickness that he has from increasing and becoming worse. So he's asking Allah to remove it and not to let it get worse, not to let the sickness escalate inside of his body. وَهَذَا لِلْإِنْسَانِ كَثِيرًا عِنْدَمَا يُصَابُ And this happens a lot when the people, they get afflicted with a sickness. Is that what? فَإِنَّهُ And subhanallah. On this point, that a person is afflicted with a sickness, and then that sickness leads to other sicknesses. Remember we were talking about that, the, the, these pharmaceutical industry, they want to keep you sick? That's the reality, they want to keep you sick. A doctor will prescribe you medicine, For diabetes, right? Or for high blood pressure. Knowing that an extended use of that medicine will damage your kidneys. They notice that you use this medication, it's a toxin, they put all this other type of stuff inside of it, whatever, right? They know, you use this for an extended period of time, you take this 10 years straight, it's gonna destroy your kidneys. But once your kidneys get destroyed, it's okay, because I'm gonna prescribe you something that help your kidneys. But the thing that help your kidneys might mess this up, I might mess your liver up. And so on and so forth. And then if it mess your liver up, then we're going to treat you. we're gonna give you another prescription, and we're gonna give you with this. And that's how you see the old people, they come in and they got like, 40 pills they take every day. You, you understand? Because they give you something that's going to make you sick with something else. Then they treat that sickness that's going to make you sick with something else. And they treat that sickness that make you sick with something else. And here you now you went to the doctor because you have one sickness. You take his prescription. Now you walk away. You've got 10. That sound like your friend? <laughs> nah, at all. That's your enemy. Yeah. Yeah. So, but when you make this du'a You're asking that Allah SWT, He cured that sickness And that he doesn't allow the sickness To lead to another sickness And he doesn't allow that sickness to increase It's benefit on top of benefit On top of benefit The shaykh mentioned said Because how many people They get sick with a sickness قد, uh, نعم, That they get sick with a sickness وَقَدْ يَنْتَابُهُ شَيْءٌ Middle Middle the They get sick with a sickness and then that sickness it, it, it subsequently increases. It subsequently increases. Well uh, uh to which yani that person he he uh, he becomes worried because of it. Yani to Khawufen Tizayud Al He becomes worried, he becomes he has stress and anxiety because he's scared that sickness is going to increase in and he gets even more sicker. Naam. العظيم يعني But inside of this hadith then there is a seeking refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from that. So in this hadith again, when the pain is localized, you can put your hand on it, on the general area of it, then you put your hand and you say three times, Bismillah. And then seven times, you recite the following du'a, أعوذ بالله وقدرته من That I seek refuge in Allah, and with, yani, and with His might and ability, from the evil that I find, meaning the pain that I'm finding, and or the sickness that I'm finding, and uh, yani from that which may emanate, or, or, or from that sickness becoming increased, or leading to other subsequent sicknesses based upon stemming from the sickness, seeking refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from all of those uh, things. And then the Shaykh binullah ta'ala he goes on to mention a tremendous uh, uh, a tremendous piece of medical treatment that that the angel Jibreel Alayhi he taught to the Prophet uh, one time when the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi he was uh, suffering from an ailment that the angel Jibril, he taught the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi to say this next uh, 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 du'a as it comes in the sunnah from Sahih Muslim on the authority of Abu Sa'id al Khudri but inshallah, will say that uh, to the next class. Uh, if I die tonight, and don't get a chance to come back. Uh, it won't be no more next class. Inshallah, Taala, my beloved brothers and, and 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 my beloved colleague and my beloved elder um, will teach it to you. Inshallah, Taala. نعم nah, Inshallah, Taala will teach it to you. With the lahi, Taala. فاكتفي بهذا القدر والصلاة والسلام على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين وجزاكم الله خير.